this. Any questions? Still now, I said a bunch. Anybody questions? And you get all the free coffee you want to. <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. That's funny. I got, I got, like I, said, I got enough coffee in my basement to get me through the millennium. Any flavor, any kind, any type of machine that you got, I got coffee down there that'll go in it. Uh, I just like coffee. I think coffee's good for you. I went to the doctor and he checked me out and he said, what are you doing? I don't see no problems with you. I said, I drink coffee black. He said, keep that up. I'm like, yes, sir, man. Everybody else says coffee is a diuretic. I still think it's water, just colored water. Uh, chapter 27. Uh, Esau, uh, Isaac is getting ready to uh, bless his son Esau. Esau uh, is, a, is a pain in the neck to his, uh, to the, his grief. Uh, it says in verse 35 of 27, it says that, uh, actually verse 34, Esau was 40 years old uh, when he took to wife Judith, the daughter of uh, Berah, the Hittite, and Bashamath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, which were a grief of mine uh, unto Isaac and to Rebekah. So Esau is a, is a troubled child. No matter what, what he does, he's, uh, whether Isaac raised him that way or whatever, sometimes it just naturally happens. You can do everything in the world right, and the kids still turn out wrong. You can do everything wrong, and the kids still turn out right. Uh, there's no guarantee on any of that stuff. I don't, I don't understand it all. Uh, it, it's an amazing thing sometimes when you sit there and try to figure the thing out. You can't do it. Uh, but I can tell you one thing, if you don't try to turn out right, chances are they're not going to turn out right. Or it's going to be a delay in there somewhere. And, and getting, to, getting to know yourself and your relationship with Jesus Christ is the key to this whole thing. Uh, I learned that uh, 43 years ago uh, on a back porch in Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, I knew that earlier on. As a lost kid, I knew that God was real. I, I didn't have a doubt in my mind that he was not real. Uh, I did not know him personally as my savior till 22, but I knew of him and he had been intermingling into my life and different things. Uh, I used to listen to Pink Floyd and think about God. And you may think that's crazy, but I'd sit there and, and dark side of the moon and us, us and them, them and all this other stuff and another brick in the wall and all that stuff. I would listen to that thing and my mind would go on to God. I'd listen to a, a group called Yes and star, a song called Starship Trooper, and it was out in space somewhere, and it'd make me think of God. Now, I'm not telling you to listen to Yes and, and uh, Mick Jaggers. I had a problem with that. <laughs> I never could think of the Lord when I listened to Mick Jaggers at all, but, or the Rolling Stones or some of them. But anyways, I mean, some of those, you would sit there as a lost kid and, and think of God. You know what God was doing is he's using different things in our lives, aspects of our lives, we got to be careful as adults to try to remove so much stuff out of young people's lives that, that we remove God out of their life also. God uses all kinds of things. We can use, I'm not saying compromise. I do, I do not compromise. I do a little bit. I'm learning how to compromise. There's a right way to compromise. There's a wrong way to compromise. I'm learning how to compromise. Five kids, I'm, I'm getting through it. I'm just about to do through the last one. If I ever had five more, I think I could figure out how to raise them now. Uh, but, but I'm telling you, it's, it's raising them and, and knowing how to let the Lord have way in their life is what you got to do. And, and Jake, or, or Isaac, never pushed Esau. I can never see where he pushed Esau to serve God. As a matter of fact, I can't ever see where he really pushed Isaac or uh, Jacob to serve God. I can see where Rebecca did, but I never did see where Isaac did. 
until we're getting up to a few things right here. The, the blessing, uh, the birthright was given to Esau. Esau sold it for a bowl of beans. That tells you what Esau thinks about God. And uh, you got to be honest sometimes when you start dealing with people. Some people just are just that way. And you can try to help them all you want. You're not going to succeed. If the Holy Spirit doesn't, he said, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. If, if the Lord is not going to deal with them, guess what? You, you're beating your head against the wall. That's why he gives you a verse like after the first or second admonition, reject them as heretics. Because they will either hear, uh, I was talking to a young man yesterday and he said, he called me up. He said, hey, I, I'm going to bring somebody to church on Sunday morning. I said, fine, go for it, man. Oh, what do I tell him? I'm going to talk about something on Sunday morning. I said, what do I tell him? I said, you tell him what you know. I said, you know what the key here is? Listening. Right there. Listen. You got two ears. Listen. Listen to what they say. And if the Holy Ghost is who he says he is, but the, he says, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom I will send, he will bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I've said unto you. All of a sudden, you will have the answers that that guy needs in the front of your truck that you will be able to give him. You know what we try to do? We try to learn all this stuff and all this stuff and all this stuff, and then we hurt people because we don't know how to wield the thing. What the Lord wants you to do is learn how to live. You know what Esau's problem was? I'm, I'm Isaac's son. I can do whatever I want to do. I'm a Christian. I can do whatever I want to do. I can go get drunk tomorrow if I want to. I can do drugs. I can do everything. I'm still going to heaven. I, you know what amazes me more than anything else is here I am, 43 years in this thing, messed up a whole bunch of times. I'm sitting there going, Lord, you still love me, and I still love you. And there you have a thousand opportunities to get rid of me, and you still haven't done that yet. You have, you have all kinds, and nobody can say a word to you. And that's just me. That's not everybody else. You have every right to do to me what you want to do to me and be perfectly holy and pure and clean and right in that thing. I got me a new hat that says, God is always good. He is always good. He's, now, he's always good. You can't beat him. I mean, you can't beat, beat him at all. No matter how you look at it, you cannot beat him. So we're down into Esau and Jacob, and, and Rebecca gets involved. And Rebecca is like us. Man, we just want to solve all of God's problems. Uh, we want to take care of everything. And you, guess what? Eve couldn't do it. Uh, Rebecca couldn't do it. Sarah couldn't do it. Uh, Moses couldn't do it. David couldn't do it. Nobody else could do it. You and I aren't going to do it either. Uh, you know what? The Lord, he really could care less about anybody around you. He cares about you and me. When, when it, it's a personal relationship, I can't, believe, I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've heard that in the last 40 years. It is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ that counts. I got saved by a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I did not get saved. If you got saved because somebody else talked to you into getting saved, you did not get saved. You either came to know Jesus Christ as a personal... I don't care how shallow that, that relationship is. You either came to know him through that relationship or you didn't get it. I'm not trying to retread nobody. I'm just telling you that's how serious this thing is. And he allows us long-suffering. Man, just look at your life. And you look at the amount of times that he could have just nailed you to the wall for something you did wrong. And he didn't do it. He just loves us. So Esau is a hairy man. Uh, down in verse 3, uh, Jacob uh, actually, I want to go back to verse 6, and then I'm going to shoot down to 13. Uh, it says, And Rebekah spake unto her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, thy brother, saying, 
The quote here, uh, I got a quote here that says, Oh, what a tangled web we weave. At first, we start to deceive. When at first, we start to deceive. Deception starts right here. The lying is going to go carry out to this thing way down here. And it's going to be such a mess by the time you get out here. There's really no way to unweave that web. It's just going to take time, and the Lord has to tear it all apart and do all kinds of stuff. But Rebecca already hatched a plan, her plan, to do this. If you actually look in your life, I know this from experience because I look at me. If you look at your life, about 99.999% of the plans that you ever made, that you made without God's influence, and you think you're going to do what God wants because you know everything, turned out bad. And you say, why did it do that? Because you did it. You know, I'm, that house back here is a perfect example. I can't tell you how many people, when are we going to do it? George asked the other day. We got, oh, man, somebody. Who, who sent that? Sandy sent that paper out saying how much money we had in the different accounts. And there's like four or five people that get that. And you can look, anybody can look at it if you want to look at it, just say you want to look at it. But it just, it's not common knowledge. Going, but George gets a copy. We're going to take him off that list because he, he's not here all the time. <laughs> so he comes in, he goes, I didn't even see it yet. So he goes, uh, what are we doing with all the money in the bank? We're not sitting on there. When are we going to build that building on the back? And everybody says, when are you going to build the building? I just had no peace about it. Now, I had the approval. I have the, the permits already assigned by the city. That I could do. I could start the building tomorrow. We have enough money in the bank that we could possibly get the plans. Plans are like seven, eight thousand dollars. Probably pay for the building. Get a loan. I don't want to pay seven percent for the building. I just had no peace, and then all of a sudden, bam! This this thing. You know what? A lot of people do. They'll run headlong into something, and they'll get themselves in trouble, and then they wonder why they got in trouble, and then they want to blame God for the trouble they're in, when God had nothing to do with it. The Lord had nothing to do with it. You know, if he says, he says, wait, I say, wait on the Lord. If you wait, you will get the answer you need and you will know the peace of God that passes all understanding. You'll know exactly what to do every single time. You'll know exactly what to do. I had no problem walking around this building looking at it. I mean, it was a mess. Uh, I mean, if this was a ship, I would say send it to the yard, scrap yards and have them scrap it. I mean, it's, it, that's how bad the thing was. Mike looked at it. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, it's not bad anymore, but that's 17 years of work. But it, in the moment, it was bad. The Lord says, yeah, it's bad, just like you were. <laughs> There's always, you got you to gotta see the possibilities and stuff. But you got to wait on him. And if he's in it, I'm in it. If he's not in it, I don't want to get in it yet. It's not always no. It's not always yes. Sometimes it's wait. Just wait, and I'll show you what to do. Uh, does he want a building on the back of this? Yeah, he may want a building on the back of this. Is there steps to go to before we get there? Yeah, there's steps. We don't know what those steps are quite yet, but I can see stuff starting to unflow. But when you weave that web and you sit there and you try to control other people's lives, you're going to destroy them is what you're going to do. The key here isn't destroying some, you're controlling somebody else's life. It's controlling your own. I got to control this kid. That's the only person I'm responsible for. I thank God for Beth, man. I tell everybody all the time. When I met Beth, the, there were several things I had. I had a list of a mile long. But the one thing that really got me and, and solved my entire problem was one day I was sitting there kind of praying to the Lord. And, and, he, and I said some, man, the Lord, I said, you know, if, whew, I said, Beth is messed up. I didn't care too much about me because I'm me, you know. But, and, and she's not really messed up. But I was sitting there going, we're, together, me and her got issues. And I said, if, if I don't, I said, man, down the road, and it was like the Holy Spirit it shot a thing through my mind and said, you better watch how you talk about my daughter. And I'm like, 
Hmm. He got my attention. I said, are you telling me she's your daughter? He said, you better watch. The thought went through my head again. You better watch how you talk about my daughter. I said, okay. And then right there, I mean, in my piece, if she's your daughter, this is my reaction to that. If she's your daughter, that means she has a relationship with you. And if she has a relationship with you, then that means she's going to do what you tell her to do or not do what you tell her to do. But at least she's going to know that she's not supposed to or supposed to do what she's supposed to do because you told her to do it. That means she's yours, and if I'm yours, that means that you're going to make this thing work somehow down the road, and the rest of it's your problem. I said, I'm done. I ripped my paper up, and we got married. That was 33 years ago. She says 32. 33. It'll be 33. You say, what is that? I waited on God, and the Lord showed me exactly what to do. I did not want to control her life. I did not want somebody I have to control. If you need somebody that you have to control, you're in the wrong business. The only one that should be controlling her or me would be Jesus Christ. It wouldn't be you or anybody else. And it's not my job to control you. I mean, I have in this room, I have, I have certain responsibilities to, come to this church, to everybody. Not just to one or two people, not to my kids, not to anybody else. So as you're going here, she's already made her mind up what she's going to do. And she's going to start finagling things and, and going through the thing to do what she wants to do. And it's wrong. And it ends up in wrong. It ends wrong. And it costs her. She's getting ready to lose her son for 20 years. And she'll never see him until the day of her death. He, he's gone. She'll, she'll not see him again. Because of the shenanigans she's doing right here. The Lord's going to have to work out some problems in Jacob's life, work out some problems in her. Rebecca already knows what the... Ha Rebecca has already hatched a plan, her plan to secure Jacob's position in the family. What about Esau? You're overriding Esau. You're overriding God altogether in this process here. Uh, when it comes to God says, be still and know that I am God. These aren't just verses that you throw out there. and just. Yeah, you got to learn how to live these things. I mean, you got to learn how to live them. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm, right now, I am winding down. You say, what do you, what do you mean winding down? I'm 65. I'll be 65 in a couple of days. Uh, it's like leaving a ship. I know that my time is at hand. I'm short. I'm short. Uh, it may be 10 years, maybe five years, maybe 15 minutes. It could be 20 years. I have no idea what it is, but it's short. It's short, a whole lot shorter than it was when I started. And I'm sitting there going, Lord, I got to get some things in order. I got to get some things in place. I got to do some other things. I got to, and I don't care what really goes on in this world. It really doesn't matter. That's God's problem. I don't care who wins the election. I really could care less. I do hope the Republicans get in, if that makes you feel any better, because it's less pain with them in than it is with the Democrats. Uh, I'm starting to see ads now on my PC. I was sitting there doing my message this morning, and they show this guy. Make, I mean, they're blowing. They're giving Trump more uh, uh, advertisement than the Republicans are. Uh, it's, he showed this big fat guy with a cigar in his mouth and make America great again, and they're going to get rid of all the... Uh, the taxes and everything on uh, and make green energy go away. I'm like, that's exactly what everybody wants. They want to, if you choose Republicans, this is what you're going to get. You just had told them you, you want gas in your tank for $2 a gallon again. You need to get a Republican in there. That's what they're telling you. I'm like, they're morons. And then it says democratic. I'm like, unless it's a, re a smart Republican putting an ad up for the Democrats. And I have no idea. It could be anything. You can't tell what you see anymore. But uh, she knows that if Isaac catches wind of the plot, this is, this is, guys, this is how dangerous women are. Rebecca knows, because she tells him, your, your curse will be on me, uh, Jacob. Don't worry about it. I, I can handle Isaac. That's exactly what she's saying. 
Guys, you better watch women. They are sneaky. You better watch her, man. She's sneaky. 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 They know how to maneuver you. Don't tell me they don't. Look at, at let's talk about Adam here. <laughs> it, it, he shows you from the garden on, man. It, it's all through there. It's all through there. Everything's through there. Now, you can't live with them and you can't live without them. So you need to learn how to live around them. <laughs> somehow, somehow. I heard a preacher one time say, Say that a woman's circle, is, her sphere of influence is this big, If let's just say. You need to be like Columbus and be out here somewhere, always gone. Every time I call Mike, Mike is never home with Ruth. <laughs> Ruth's a sweet lady. But Mike is always out somewhere, about Florida. You think I'm bad, man. <laughs> Mike could be anywhere. And, and you got to learn how to do that, man. Uh, I mean, because it's, it's the influence that a woman has. And when a guy is sitting there that just kind of lets it go by, and I think the Lord blinded Isaac's eyes here, but Rebecca knows. She's, this thing, if Isaac curses Jacob, that's going to be on him for eternity and his seed after that. This is a big thing. This isn't a small thing. This is not little stuff at all. This is the bloodline of Jesus Christ getting ready to be affected here. And this woman is going to do something that she should not have done. Guess what? The Lord's going to keep it straight. But this lady should have never done that. I love Rebecca. Rebecca's a good girl, man. She's a, uh, and she loves her kids. She loves Esau and Jacob. But just because you love somebody don't mean you do the wrong thing. The hardest thing you'll ever do is do right. I like Bob Jones Sr., man. I never got to meet the guy. I, never, I heard some sermons from him, but, and he was a Methodist. But I still, I like Methodists. Methodists a couple hundred years ago, I'd been a Methodist. I wouldn't have been a Baptist 150 years ago. Baptists were thinking they had baptism tied with your salvation. I wouldn't be a Baptist. I'd be a Methodist. At least Methodist sprinkled. I like, I like Cartwright. Peter Cartwright said, you, you have your baptism tied to your salvation. My baptism isn't tied. I'm saved. I know where I'm going when I die. And sprinkling don't bother me. I don't mind getting wet either. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's wrong. And, and I, Peter Cartwright didn't understand it. Today, he'd be a Baptist. He'd be a good Baptist. Uh, she, she now convinces Jacob to go along with the plan. Man, you got to watch. You got to watch your parents, kids. Kid, parents, you got to watch your kids. But there comes a day when you try to get your kids to live your life through your kids is wrong. Amen. You cannot live your life through your kids. I do not live my life through my kids. At least I don't think I do. Esther, I'm still trying to live my life through her, like get her out of my house. But, uh, and once I do that, she's on her own. I don't know. She don't. If I get this house back here, uh, I could get Sarah and Je Esther and a few others to rent a team. <laughs> no, we <laughs> get them out of there, man. But no, they wouldn't want that because she would want to live for free there too. Uh, <laughs> it didn't, here you go. Now, to get off of Rebecca for just a few minutes, it didn't take Jacob very much convincing to convince him to do this. Jacob wanted it more than Esau. How bad do you want a walk with Jesus Christ? Mm, how, how bad do you want to walk? I mean, will you give everything you got for a walk? Will you take a chance on, on getting cursed for all eternity and everybody after you and your bowels and your seed that's in you? Would you take a chance on the Lord? Already? And here you go. Here, you know, you want to trust God. You want faith. I'll say, without faith, it's impossible. Believe him. I'm going to give Rebecca a thing here. 
a kudos. She knew what God said, and it's going to happen. God said the younger, the elder shall serve the younger. That's going to happen. Paul, you are going to Rome. That's before he went to Jerusalem and got canned and thrown into prison. You know what Paul knew when he was in uh, Jerusalem? I am going to Rome. Actually, you read one of his epistles, and he says, uh, talk to Romans, the last part of Romans. Watch this, man. You don't, think Paul, you don't think Paul knew exactly? Brother, I'm telling you, I, I think some of us, we don't believe this book, man. We just, we just refuse to believe it. We got so much other stuff going on. Uh, let's see where we can find that. He's sitting there talking. I can you the Sure. Now I beseech you, brethren, that we'll just go to it's here somewhere. Yeah, it's well, it's uh, in chapter 15. Uh, verse 25, it says, but now, Romans 15, 25, it says, but now I go to Jerusalem to minister unto the saints, for it hath pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. Uh, it had pleased them verily, da, 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 and they go on spiritual things. It says, uh, when therefore I have performed this and have sealed to this their fruit, I will come by you into Spain. I'm coming. Why? The Lord already told me I'm coming. It doesn't matter how I get there. Before you can touch me, I'm going to go to Rome. I will be in Rome. There's nothing anybody's going to do to stop me from getting to Rome. Why? God said it. He's already told him. He said, he told uh, 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 Paul that he, much, he says he's, he's going to have to, when he's talking to Agrippa and all the rest of them, he's going to have to talk to uh, he's going to have to preach with him in Rome also. Paul's going to go. Now, you know what? Right here, when he said Jacob is going to uh, rule and Esau is going to serve him, the Lord's already said that that is going to happen. All you got to do is just trust him. You know what trust does? It makes you wait. You wait on what God does and said, man, I tell you what, it's hard to wait. It's hard. I got it, man. It's hard. I understand how hard it is to wait. It's hard to wait sometimes. But sometimes you just got to wait. They call me 15-minute Mike in the Navy. Why? Because they say, hey, can you fix that? Yeah, I can fix that. How long is it going to take you? 15 minutes. It might take me six months <laughs> to find out what the problem is. But once I find out the problem, I'll fix that sucker in 15 minutes. But I got to figure out what the problem is first. And the Lord's the same thing. He can solve your problem. I like Joseph. Joseph. Joseph is my favorite story in the whole Bible. I like Moses too. Moses is my favorite equal to Joseph. But Joseph, I, I mean, he, he goes from, he's a, a, his favorite son, Jacob's favorite son. See, this thing costing Jacob all the way through. If you think you can do what you want to do and get away, you say, but this is Sunday school. Yeah, it is great, man. I like Sunday school. You cannot do what you want to do in this life and get away with it. You can't do it. It's going to bite you. It's going to bite you. I'm telling you, I'm 65 years old. I'm telling you, it's going to bite you. The simplest solution is not to do you're going to get bit no matter what. That's not really a good reason just to serve to Jesus Christ. I'm going to get bit. It doesn't matter what. Yeah, but if you get bit and the Lord's on your side, he'll help you. The bite won't be as bad. But if you're sitting there doing stuff and you think you're going to work it, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. You're going to reap that thing. 
And I don't know about you, I don't like reaping. I hate reaping. And Dr. Roman, I remember he, he was sitting in class, and I, came to, I, I heard him say it over and over again. Pray. He said, he said you load your ships. You load your ships. Yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah, you load your ships. He said, you go down up here. And to me, a sailor, I got, I, I got him, man. I know what he's talking about. You go down the ship, man. You got that supply ship. You're sitting on the pier there. And you're loading in all your sin. You're just putting your sin on that ship. And your ship goes out to sea. Guess what? Another ship comes right in. You got to load that one too. And you keep loading them ships. You load them, load them. And they keep going out. He goes, guess what? One of them days, them ships start coming back into port. And you got to unload them. He goes, that's the problem. It isn't the sin in the... You see, we don't think it's going to happen. But no, it's going to happen. Them ships go out to sea and they'll come back into port. And you got a whole line of them thing. He said, what you need to do is pray that God sinks them suckers out in the ocean on you. Oh, God. A long suffering. Oh, I'm so, oh, Lord. And, and something will happen to one of them and they'll sink and another one will sink. And, and he goes, and when the last one comes in, he said, here's the key. Quit loading the ship. And start praying about all the ones that are out there. And let the Lord ease your burden on some of them. And when the last one comes in and you unload it, quit loading the ships. That's all you got to do. You know, the hardest thing to do, then that means that I have got to get this thing between me and him where it belongs. So I will not do what displeases him. So I'll quit loading that ship. It should take you a lot longer to load a ship. So Jacob, Jacob wanted that more than Esau. Go to verse 13. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, what tangled webs we weave when at first we start to deceive. You ever try to deceive somebody? I, I do. I'm Jacob, man. My name James is Jacob. Oh, it's terrible. I fit that billet, man. I'm telling you, I fit that billet. There's no way I can get out of it. I just fit that billet. I got a van they're working on right now. And the guy who's working on it likes me. He, I mean, we, we get along great. Both of them actually like me. Both, they're both Timmies. Tim, Timmy, Tim, 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 Tim. Both of them are Tim. One's Timmy, one's Tim. And I, he asked me to put a water heater in for him, so I did. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a price. And he goes, no, 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 no. He said, I want you to put the water heater in and give me a price. He goes, because I'm going to get it back in the van that you just charged me. <laughs> he goes, I said, wait a second, man. I said, so if you're going to charge me, he wouldn't tell me how much he's going to charge me. And he goes, you're going to charge me this much, and then if I charge you this much, you're going to charge me that much. I said, this, isn't, this is not fair. And he's laughing because it's just, he won't do it. I mean, he, he's a good guy, but he was just... And he goes, ching, 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 ching. He's using my own words against me. But I'm a Jacob. He's a, J he's a Timmy, but he's a, he's a Jacob. I'm going to tell him, I said, you're, you're supposed to be Paul. But verse 13, it says, and his mother. Jacob is a dangerous character because uh, he's always trying to weasel himself. He's done some things that like the, we'll get into that later. And his mother said unto him, upon me be thy curse. My son, only obey my voice and go fetch me them. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't really care what anybody else says. If there is even a possibility of me getting a curse because of what somebody else does, you can hang that up. I don't want no part of it. I don't, I don't run with them who get me in trouble. Uh, all the young people that I ran with when I was a kid, I couldn't tell you where none of them are, uh, except for two, the Vitatos, uh, Roger and Mike Vitato. I can tell you where those guys are. Uh, but the rest of them out there I ran with, I don't know nothing about them. I don't know where they're at, and I really don't care to find out. I found out one time, I went and uh, seen them a long, long time ago, back in 83, 84, something like that, 85. And uh, uh, I started, a good friend of mine, and I started preaching at him, and that was the last I ever seen of him. And I didn't go to look for him, I stayed away from him. Because it was, I was headed down another path and the Lord was showing me some stuff and this is where I wanted to be. I never wanted to be there. 
if that's where you want to be, then go there. I just never wanted to be there. I've been there, done that. I didn't like it there. I never did like it there. Uh, my solution for my problem when I was there was drugs and alcohol. I don't like drugs and alcohol, but that's the only solution I can have to survive there. You know why kids do drugs and alcohol? Because they can't stand where they're at. And they're trying to get away from it. And the only place they can get, because we have the answer and we're not giving it to them. And they're doing exactly the only thing they can do. And people say, oh, oh, they're on this drug and this drug's killing them and they're doing this. And we're not giving them. Jesus is the only answer, by the way. There is no other answer. It never was. So where'd you get that in the Sunday school lesson? You get it all through your Bible. <laughs> uh, he was the answer in the garden. He was the answer with Moses. He's the answer with David. He's the answer with Malachi. He's the answer in the New Testament. He's the answer in, with Paul going down through there. He's the answer in Revelation. He's the answer everywhere. He's the answer. The answer is Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a simple open book question. You can find him anywhere you want. His mother said, Rebecca should have... Uh, here you go, watch this. Now, ladies... I love you all, man. I really do. You don't think I do. I wouldn't have done what I did here if it wasn't for the ladies. Uh, somebody's got to help them. But Rebecca should have been submitting rather than snooping. I know it's her husband, and it's okay for her to snoop. Beth probably snoop on me. Uh, and I've chewed Beth out for snooping on me before. Uh, but, but it's sometimes you're snooping. The danger is you have this thing between your ear called a brain. And it's this mush that's up here that you think like I think, but you really don't think like I think. Women don't think like I think, and I don't think like what women think, and that's great. So this homosexual stuff, I'm, I can't even comprehend that stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it's just insane. And why a guy would want to be a girl makes no sense to me at all. I mean, that's unless something's really bad wrong in your head. But, but Rebecca should have been submitting to Isaac, and whatever Isaac did, that's, that's what she should be doing. And if he wants to bless Esau, then shut up and let him bless Esau. The Lord will work the thing out. Uh, but she didn't. She's snooping. And the moment you start snooping, then all of a sudden you start getting a plan that is different than what Isaac's plan is. And now you got a two-headed beast. And there's no, there's no good that can come out of that. Ladies, you want to get married? You said you would be submissive to him. You would be his helpmeet. That's what you're doing. Guys, you want a wife? You need to be the head. And that, that isn't the thumbs down, I'm going to control you and you're going to do that. That has nothing to do with that. That's, uh, Beth tells me all the time, you need to quit this. She's still trying to get me to stop my woohoo buying stuff. It's just hard, man. I go into Kroger's. I have a hard time, man. I went in yesterday and come out with a bunch of stuff. I just have a hard time doing it. I mean, when I see all that food I can get for pennies and I can freeze it, I just don't have enough freezers. But I mean, and Beth gets all upset, but, but um, she tells me, she says, hey, we don't do this, we can't do this. I listen to what she says. Uh, I dwell with her according to knowledge, but in the end, I still have to make decisions. Rebecca should have been submitting. That's one thing I can say, that a, a good a marriage, you submit. You take, uh, take Abigail, Abigail and uh, Nabal. Abigail submitted to Nabal. Nabal was, was a churlish man, terrible Rotten. He stinks. David was going to go kill him. And probably been right doing it. But Abigail came and said, well, please don't do that, man, because you're going to get a stain on your reputation. You don't want that. And, and he stopped and said, well, well thank you, man. That, that makes sense. So Abigail was still submitting to her husband. Uh, she was protecting him. She got a donkey load of stuff and took it out there and fed him. And because she, had good, she was a good hospitable person. 
And she went back, and a couple days, the Lord solved the problem, and, and he's dead. Now, God can work the problem out, but the problem is, is you've got to let him work the thing out. She's, she's trying to snoop, and snooping, all of a sudden, she'll come up with her own plan, and she did. Isaac should have been seeking God's guidance rather than the savory meats of Isaac. I got some S's in there, you know, say seeking. He was seeking God. If he was looking for God's guidance, he should have said, Lord, what should I do? The Lord might have said, uh, it's not time yet to uh, choose this or choose that. It's not time. And he may have stopped, but he didn't do that. You're, before you make a major decision, you ought to get into prayer about that thing. Uh, if you're not in prayer about that thing, then, and if it's a major decision, you're going to, it's not a good thing to do. He should have been seeking God's guidance rather than Esau's meat. Hey, you can go tell Esau to get your meat anytime you want. But when that meat, uh, is hinged upon something you're getting ready to do for him, uh, you better watch that thing. Uh, it, it's a real danger. I don't care if they are your kids. You need to watch that thing because you can mess up them and their whole lives out there somewhere. Uh, I mean, I don't say not help. I didn't say not help. I didn't say, but you need to let them guide and direct their lives. Uh, when they get to a point where they're old enough to guide and direct their lives, they need help, help them. But let them guide and direct their lives. I, I can't do that. Uh, when you do that, it just, you mess everybody up. Uh, Rebecca, Rebecca, it says, do what I tell you, my precious son. That's what Rebecca says to her son. Well, she chose uh, Jacob above Esau, and both of them are out of her womb. Esau's done some stuff that tick them off, but, I mean, you should never get to that place where you're, when you get in between where it's God and the devil, and you're pitting two kids between God and the devil, there's a problem there. I'm not saying that if a child does something wrong that you don't chastise that child and try to correct him to get him going the right way. But this place right here, man, you're starting to pit Jacob and Esau together in that squeeze and God's there in that mix. That's just a dangerous place to be. That's why I don't think a lot of people take this book serious. I don't think people take this book serious. They, they think that this is just a book and it's just, and, and I believe that a lot of people go to church on Sunday morning. I believe a lot of people will confess the name of Jesus Christ. I believe a lot of people get saved. But when it comes to this book, you can be just like Moses any day of the week you want to be. You can be just like Ruth. You can be just like Naomi. You can be just like Rahab the harlot. You can be just like uh, Moses or David. You can be just like uh, Bathsheba. You can be like any one of them. They all had faith. They all had sin, but they all had faith. You could be like Adam. You, they all have faith. Any one of God's big guys, you could be like Samuel. You could be like Samson. You could be like any one of them. They all had a, a level of faith. And, but what you'll find out is there's a myriad, a multitude of other people that are nowhere close. These guys, as you get close, guess what? Your, your sin is going to start being revealed. And if you don't think it is going to be revealed, try to get close to him and see if it's not. It's going to be revealed. The myriad of the people, they're coming down. Oh, oh, Moses, you go talk to him for us and come back and tell us because we can't. Why? Because you don't want to know the truth. The Lord wants you to see the truth. Why? So you can get it under the blood and move on. That's what he wants. So Rebecca, Rebecca, uh, she, she never sees. Go to uh, 28, next chapter over. 28.5. Is this worth it? And Isaac sent away Jacob, and he went to Padanaram, unto Laban, uh, son of Bethuel the Syrian, uh, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob and Esau's mother. And she never sees him again. 
He comes back, but she never sees him again. Is it worth it? Hey, man, I, I get to see my kids all the time. I, I like it. They may not like seeing me all the time, but I like seeing them. I like, I, I like them doing I try to stay out of their lives. I mean, stay back. They're, if they need my help, S, Jesse called me the other day and said, Dad, well, we, I heard that she got her and Adam been married how many years? Six. Six. We take them out to dinner. And she goes, I would love to have one of those coffee pots like Joe has. I'm like, what kind of coffee pot is it? It's got the little round disc things and it flips all over the place. I said, oh, I got one of those in my basement. You can have it if you want. Brand new, in a box. I'll give it to you. So then I had to give her the coffee to go with it. So then the other day she calls me up and she says, or she somehow, she run, she's run. oh yeah, she goes, Dad, I'm running out of coffee. Now, these little boxes of coffee, by the way, have four little pods in it, and they got little barcodes on the bottom, and it reads the thing. It makes the perfect cup of coffee every time, if you like that coffee. It makes it perfect. So you got little thin, big fat ones and all kinds. But it tells you exactly how much water to add and everything else. She calls and says, Dad, I'm out of coffee. <laughs> like, wait, wait, but that's okay. I don't mind. I never called her and said, you're out of coffee. Now she called me, and I, she wants to pay for it. And I said, no, it's free, because I, I, I like holding things over people's head. Uh, and it, <laughs> And if, if I give it to you, then I got you. See, it's, it's just that simple, man. This is Jacob in me. Uh, I, I'm telling you what it is. Rebecca would have done better to stay busy. I like Dr. Ruttman. This is Dr. Ruttman's, not mine. I stole it right out of his commentary. Rebecca would have been done better if she had stayed busy with the vacuum cleaner. Uh, instead of listening to, now see, that, that's going to tick some of you off. It will, it will. But I didn't say it. I'm just repeating what he said. Uh, with the vacuum cleaner. And then he, then he said this other thing. He goes, and there was a lady who traded the vacuum cleaner in for a telephone so she could pick up more dirt. <laughs> I thought that was good. That was really good. That's what, that's what snooping does. Snooping. Uh, there's enough dirt on anybody. You could find out dirt all day long. You know what? The devil's made it easy for you to find the dirt. That's what he's done. LexisNexis allowed us, gave us access to the databases, and you could call up anybody's name you wanted to anytime you wanted to and look up everything about them. If it's written somewhere, if it's in a file somewhere, if it's on a police record somewhere, uh, you could pull that thing up. I went to the VA the other day. They told me I was deaf. <laughs> huh? Did you say something? No. But, uh, but... I never accessed those databases. Now, we needed those databases sometimes to troubleshoot problems. I found other ways to troubleshoot problems without accessing those databases. Uh, one of the ways you'd fix the problem is you'd see if you could access the databases. I didn't access I'd access something else. I don't want to know anything about you unless I have to. If I, the, I mean, and, and I'm telling you, if I know something about you, uh, it, want, it, it makes me want to change what I'm thinking. I don't want to do that, man. I mean, we're all sinners for all sin to come short of the glory of God. Give everybody a break, man. Why, why, do, why are we so busy? That's where Rebecca, and this is great. I mean, I could spend another 30 years going through Genesis, by the way. I'm trying to go through it as fast as I can. Uh, but, I mean, all she's trying to do, pick up dirt on people. I'm so sick of people trying to pick up dirt on other people. Well, you and you and you. Well, how about you and the Lord? Where are we at here with you and the Lord here? Uh, verse 14, and I'll stop right here. And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory meat, uh, such as his father loved. Uh, a guy once said this, John Adams, right, one of our founding fathers. Uh, there is an old saying that says, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, and that is not really the original 
uh, phrase, the original phrase is the way uh, to a man's heart is, uh, the, that's the, the, what we say, comes from a letter penned by the statesman John Adams in the early uh, days of the democracy in a letter to his wife, Adams wrote this. The shortest road to men's heart is, is down their throat. <laughs> that's, that's pretty blunt back there. Everybody says, you need to say things softer and sweeter. Uh, John Adams didn't. He says, the shortest road to a man's heart is, is down their throat, man. Ladies, you want to get him? Feed him. <laughs> learn how to cook. And then don't make him cook. You ought to learn how to cook. Uh, there's nothing wrong with him cooking. There's nothing wrong. I like cooking. I make, I make stuff all the time. Beth eats it. She says at first she ain't going to eat it, and then she eats half of it. <laughs> then Esther eats the rest of it. And then I'll come home, and there won't be nothing in the refrigerator because everything I made is terrible, but it's all gone for some reason, and I didn't get to eat any of it. But, but Beth does real good cooking, and she's learned. I mean, when we first got married, oh, man, I come home one day, and she, she had mixed. I mean, it's just a, it's a wife. She didn't know how to cook for me. Mixed vegetables and cornbread, and I can't remember, some kind of pork and beans or something, man. I mean, there was no meat. I'm like, I need meat, meat. <laughs> this all goes with meat. And uh, so we had to learn together over the years, and, and now I come home, and there's just meat. I'm like, where's the vegetables? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Women will have the last word, guys. Yep. You might as well understand that. And here's the saddest thing about this whole thing, and I'm done. Verse 14. Jacob is about 70 years old here at this time, and he's still acting like a small child. You need to grow up. Man, I went to the doctor the other day, and uh, talking to him, I said, so is there anything we can do, doc? He goes, nope. I'm not dying, by the way. Just to let you know that everything's okay. He, I said, he goes, you're just going to live with it. Suck it up, Buttercup. Is that what you're saying? He goes, yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, this is. I said, I read your article on the thing when I came in here. It said that sometimes stuff like this just happens, and you got to deal with it. I said, yeah. I said, I got. It. I was laughing on the way out there. Life is short sometimes, but you got to be able to deal with life as it comes, and that's where the fun part of this whole thing gets. Life is fun. I don't know about you, but I had, uh, 65 years, I've had a good time. Uh, I, I thank the Lord for all the things he's done for me. I thank, I thank the Lord for all the things he's done to me. I thank the Lord for all the things I got to do to myself and he got me out of. I thank the Lord for everything, man. I mean, I look back, I cannot find one thing back in my life that I cannot praise him for because I'm standing here today because of him. And I'm telling you, brethren, uh, when we sit there and we think that life is so precious that we need to dictate exactly how it goes, what you're going to do is you're going to miss the hand of God in your life. And you're going to see your own hand. And out there someplace, you're going to see the fruits of your own hand. And you're not going to like that. I'm telling you, you're not going to like that. You know what I like? I like putting my hands. You know why he gives you two pockets? Men, you know why you're supposed to wear pants? I don't care if women wear pants. It doesn't bother me at all. But men, you got two pockets. Keep your hands in them and, and keep them from getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Just standing here like this, man. Keep them crossed. Crossed is good too. But if you cross them like that, people say that you're sitting a signal to other people that you're in charge. Or something. I don't know what it means. People are morons today. Women get the last word. And Jacob should have been listening to his own heart and not necessarily to his mom. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for the Bible that we can hold in our hands. Lord, uh, uh, Rebecca and Jacob and uh, Isaac and uh, his sons, they're all up there right now, Lord. So they've they're been with you for a long, long time. But Lord, you saw fit to write these stories in the Bible so we could learn from them. 
Lord, everything that was written was written for for our, our learning. And Lord, I just want to thank you for a book that we can hold in our hands. And thank you for men and women down through time and all the songs and everything else we read. Lord, that keeps us going. 2,000 years later, we're still going. Thank you for that. Lord, I pray that you bless the morning service and we'll praise you in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen.